Hey everybody, I'm Nick Davis. Welcome to Simply Not Easy, the podcast about simple action steps to improve the journey of your life as I work to improve the journey of my own. Hey, what's going on everybody? Welcome back to Simply Not Easy. Hopefully you all having a great day out there. So, today, Tasty Tuesday, all about food, man. Time to chow down. Just got done with a nice little game, game of some basketball for a little bit. A uh, good little row on the air, quick workout after a real long day at work. So I had a good time with it. Absolutely a good time, but hey, got to eat to recover, right? So in this very short episode, we're going to talk real quickly about kind of what the next wave of nutrition health is going to be. Because, you know, we've got a ton of it down, right? I mean, you've got your basics. And to a certain extent, I mean, I believe this is true for exercise, but I believe this is true even more for nutrition, that sometimes it's not about perfection. Sometimes it's really about, let's just get you started. Let's get you from nothing to something. Let's get you from, you know, eating a crap diet to having a little bit of variety, having some color in your diet. And, I mean, there are some people who will go vegetarian without even eating vegetables. It's absolutely insane. Um, You know, some people have access issues, and I can't. It's hard to kind of blame them for that. There's only so much you can control at certain times. But, you know, there there are certain standards of what our body needs, what we need for nourishment. And scientifically, we understand that really well. But the next wave of nutrition coming in is real gut-wrenching. Um, We kind of went through a phase where we got to understand a lot of autoimmune diseases a lot better. Um, And because a lot of these have major influences in the gut and in different microbes and everything. And we're we're still not there yet. We're not there in terms of what do we do about it for treatment. We're there in terms of here we know what happens, what to avoid. Um, But we're not quite there yet. The next step is going to be understanding and getting great background knowledge and comprehension of the gut microbiome. And what the heck do I mean when I say the gut microbiome? Well, that microbiome is just that. It's a living community at a microscopic cellular level. It's what is everything that's going on in your cells, in your body, in your innate physiology of who you are and what you are able to comprise for your self-identity. And as we get a better understanding of that, we can change so much in the actual application of this. You know, I believe that this is one of the big steps in personalized medicine, where we take, you know, DNA strands, DNA sequences, and start to understand not just, oh, this medication is used for this and has this or that side effect and this and that other thing. No. Based on your DNA, based on what genes are active or inactive at different times, based on what's going on in your system, we know how different medications will react. We'll be able to customize these medications, customize the chemicals that we string together for reactions for their desired effect while minimizing side effects. And I truly do see us in the future. Similar to many things, it's probably going to start in the military or um, you know, cash base for very, very expensive to begin with. That's how it's going to start. But then it will begin to become more readily available to the point where eventually instead of paying big bucks for it, 
that just becomes the next standard of healthcare. Well, after we get that with human DNA, we're going to start getting that with foreign alien DNA. Alien DNA that lives inside of us right now. Our gut microbiome. And, I mean, these are our, basically uh, the probiotics, prebiotic stuff that we consume. We're basically trying to change up our bacteria count inside our body to help nourish us. And it's really neat because this varies immensely. There's not one great reason of, oh, you know, this is the best. You know, this human has this is the best. No, different regions of the world, different cultures, um, different geographic locations have different gut microbiomes that are very typical for them. That's why when I did my study abroad in China, it would have been a horrible idea to drink their water straight. I would have got nasty sick. Why? Because some of the little flora and fauna, aka tiny microscopic plants and animals that are inside their water are not bad. They're just different. And my different system can't handle, and my different digestion can't handle what they got for me. They would have wrecked havoc. They would have taken over. I would have been very uncomfortable. So you have the bottle of water and all that other good old nonsense. Well, when we start to understand people's gut microbiome, I believe that in the future, again, we're not at the practical stage of it now. We're at the research stage. We're at the stage of we're starting to understand and develop and learn a lot more with it. But we are not at the practical application stage yet, soon to come. So what's next? I think we're going to be at the stage where eventually, eventually, we are going to be able to help different autoimmune conditions that exist out there in the world with the gut microbiome. Now this is of course a big hypothesis, but a lot of these have influences and again immune type reactions that are caused by different irritations in the gut. What if kind of these different pro or anti-inflammatory diet principles that we talk about, what if instead of indirectly working on them, because it's all about how the specific gut microbiome in our body processes and adjusts to that. What if we change that? What if we still do those things that are important for a diet that nourish us, that take care of us? But what if we also, in addition, can help change and slowly manifest the gut microbiome in our own bodies for our own health and to truly personalize healthcare and to bring it to the next level where our gut, mi- our, excuse me, our gut microbiome literally takes up pounds, multiple pounds in our gut and in our body usually about two to three pounds for people. That's insane. Two to three pounds of cells that are not our own. About double the amount of cells. We often say kind of 10 times the amount, but it's usually, it's about double the amount of cells for human cells in our body are the cells of the gut microbiome. And about 10 times of the cells uh, of the strands of DNA of the length of DNA is in the gut microbiome compared to in our cells themselves. That's absolutely insane. That's crazy. And it's pretty darn cool. And it would be hard to imagine there not being important clinical applications for this in the future to be able to help to, again, personalize healthcare, to better understand ourselves. And even as we get to, you know, understanding it better before these medications and customizable things become very evident out there, it'll allow us the opportunity the opportunity to be able to go out there and say, hey, let me experiment with this, that, the other thing. Just like we got to the point way back when where we could start measuring blood sugar and do tests live and it became affordable and easy. We 
can't quite alter or change your gut microbiome itself. Boom, in a snap of a finger in an instant, in a split second. But what can we do? We can have bio. We can have literally biofeedback of the biome, and have understanding about where we need to go and what we need to do for ourselves. And I'm excited about where that journey could possibly continue to take us. All right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for keeping it real out there. As always, it's always a good night anytime we're here. Simply, not easy.